Aloha, Ihawaiians. Welcome to another new episode of Ihao Ihao Show. And we have another very exciting topic for today. But before that, quick question, Jill and Lewis. When was the last time you felt like you were you, you were trying too hard? Start with you, Jill. Uh, I was trying too hard. <laughs> uh, probably just fitting in in Canada before. So then, seven years ago? Yeah, seven years ago. I was really trying too hard. But I realized I I don't need to. I have to just enjoy the process, just enjoy the the things that are happening to me naturally. Because I tried to like prepare for everything, like problems, um, fit in with, with different people. Yeah, just trying too hard all the time. Nice answer. Oh. <laughs> ako ba? Naku, ako yung gumawa ng question na to, pero hindi ko pala pinag-isipan. <laughs> I think um, when when I got this job, I think I tried too hard for it. Kasi sobrang proactive ko in terms of like, um, gusto ko nang to shake things up um, and, and, ha- and have this new job. Actually, yung story nito is yung software na hinahawakan ko, I actually, I was actually communicating with people, um, na leaders of that software sa iba't ibang companies. So ito, hindi ko talaga nakita tong job na to because there's a job opening. It was actually, it came about kasi kausap ko yung practice lead of this software from the start of the year palang. Tapos nung nagkaroon sila ng opening, tsaka niya ako kinasok. So, yeah, I think I tried too hard for it. Pero, nag, nag, naging fruitful naman siya, in fairness. Yeah, it's paid off. Paid off naman. So, yeah. Ah, good answers, guys. Ako, very... You said, you a week ago. I was trying, ano, editing software. Kasi mayroon marami kong time. <laughs> so, nag-try ako mag-edit-edit. Super hirap. Super hirap. <laughs> Para na tapos magka-crash yung computer mas bisa man lang itapon so yun it's trying too hard well so I asked this question because literally we will discuss Trying Hard Trying Hard is actually a comedy series about a young gay Filipino living in Nashville, Tennessee which debuted last October 11th debuted coincidentally October 11th is also the national coming out day um, last week um, I was with my friend, si Katie, na nag-guest uh, sa atin dito. We were having breakfast together. Tapos sabi, sabi ko, may meron kaming guest na siya yung gumaga ng uh, trying out. Tapos pinanood, uh, trying hard. Pinanood namin, literal as in, isang upuan, natapos namin. Natapos siya patin, tapos mahaling as in, So, trying hard follows the intimate story of Maki a gay person of color from the Philippines working and living in Nashville. So over the course of the series, Mackie, played by Bonifacio, attempts to navigate dating in the U.S. while trying to overcome insecurities and feminine pressure amidst the challenges brought forth by his sexual orientation and status as a foreign worker. So the eight-episode series tackles a variety of issues surrounding queer foreigners in the U.S., such as cultural and language barriers, identity crisis, stereotypes, body image, and simulation. So how did we know about this and who is the mastermind behind this thought-provoking show? All the answers in the episode entitled, What's Roasting? 
trying hard as an LGBT Filipino. Filipino. This is Jill from Vancouver, Canada. Bienvenue, e Hawaiians. Bon journey, bon oui, whenever you decide to listen to our show. I'm with my co hosts. Hello, and this is Roes from Auckland, New Zealand. Kia ora koutou katua from Aotearoa. And you are with... The Ihao Ihao Crew! The Ihao Ihao Crew! So, meron delayed nga kayo, Red. Meron delayed. Well, ayusin ng internet na yan. Alright, so we are honored to have the creator and producer of the comedy series Trying Hard and his name is Mappy Bonifacio. So, for those who haven't seen the show, Trying Hard is about the life of Makisig Bonifacio, an overseas Filipino worker living in the U.S. And the show explores Maki's life as a young gay Catholic Filipino professional living in Nashville, Tennessee. So Maki, the creator of the show, was born and raised in the Philippines and he was a news producer for broadcast giant GMA News from 2011 to 2014. He later moved to the U.S. in 2014 to study in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and after graduation, he relocated to Nashville, Tennessee for work. To make friends in Nashville, Bonifacio took improv classes, and we are so, so, so happy because he's with us today. And so, Jill, Red, and the rest of EIYNs, a warm round of applause for Maki. Hey, Maki! Hi, thank you for having me. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to be here. Oh, nice. Welcome to the show, Yay! I'm a listener, so I'm I'm happy to be part of it. Yeah, we're so honored. Oh, you're an Hawaiian. <laughs> well, Mackie, thanks a lot for listening to our show. And can you quickly tell us um, how you got into Ihao Ihao show? Like what you you've mentioned in the beginning. Oh, okay. So. <clears throat> So I was researching, um, I was doing my research for a new project that I'm doing um, or thinking of writing. It's about volleyball and um, I was looking for episodes on Spotify about volleyball and I stumbled upon your episode because you guys talked to um, a UAAP player. Yes, Ryan Bagunas. Yes, and I listened to it and after that I started just like um, listening to the whole show because you guys talk about a lot of you know overseas filipino worker and i'm an ofw and yeah yeah that was so good yeah Yeah. thank you so much Mm -hmm. well um can you tell us briefly how you you know how you got to america and how's your life journey Mm -hmm. so i started um so i did my undergrad in the philippines um, right after graduation, I already knew that I want to go abroad, like study abroad. Like, so when I was working, I was already saving money to to study abroad. Then I also started applying for um, scholarships, um, you know, like in in different countries. Pero <laughs> I failed in all those scholarship applications. I didn't get into anything, and of course, you know. Um, the money that I saved money but like that was not enough for me to right. go to school so like you know I talked to my family about it they were very supportive they sent me to school then the school that I went to they offered me financial aid so it was you know it worked out 
Um, and so I went to the US um, to study television management at Drexel University in Philadelphia. Um, my career was in, in television, um, news producing in television. And while I was working, I wanted to be on the management side of the business. That's why I did television management at Drexel. So that's how it started. And now, you know, after graduation, like you guys have mentioned in the intro, after graduation, uh, I moved to Nashville for work. Yeah, has it always been America? Like in terms of the choice of country or as long as abroad when you were starting? Um, definitely US is on the top, then UK. In mm. Canada? Canada. <laughs> um, and I think I, um, there's a, uh, I think I applied to like a scholarship um, in Australia. I forgot what it's called. Mm. But yeah, so like those four countries. All right. Yeah. And then, why Nashville? Um, why Nashville? Because that's where the job offer was. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, okay. like um, I, um, I applied to uh, multiple jobs. Um, I did intern in LA, New York, um, and Miami. I did apply to those um, to those cities, but I ended up moving to Nashville because you know that's where I got a job offer. Um, and how are you liking it? Do you like it? Yeah, I've been in Nashville since 2014, so four years oh, now. Really? Four Wait, years no. Now. no, I moved in 2014, sorry. 2014, that's when I moved to the US. 2016 is when I moved to Nashville, so I've been here for four years. Um, okay, so like you, it. you didn't know anyone for moving to Nashville. It's just. Even in the US. Because the job is here. Oh. Even in the US. Oh, wow. no, I, yeah. What? It's really an adventure. Yeah. Oh, wow. So like sometimes I'm, thank you. Sometimes um, I thought of um, well, the pandemic happened, but I, I thought of um, going to Europe and you know, um, just to explore. And I'm like, I'm why am I so scared to go to Europe when I literally moved <laughs> to the US by yeah. myself? So like <laughs> it's you know, like why am I having these thoughts? But yeah, I didn't know anyone. Um, in the U.S. and in Nashville. So. Wow, that's so great. So, yeah, in relation to that, in order to make friends, you took up improv classes. Yes. Well, I don't know, if this is something we don't hear very often, because, I don't know, what do we do? We, we go out, we uh, join You, you play volleyball. <laughs> yeah, volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dancing. Yeah. Dancing, yes. You took up improv classes, yeah. So, what was that like, and how effective was it in establishing your social network there? Um, so, first of all, like, so here in Nashville, I think I get, the, uh, I think this is right. Like, um, uh, like kickball, softball are like big things here in Nashville. So, mm-hmm. so when you move to Nashville, I think normally people will join those leagues. But I'm not a sporty person. I hate playing. Like I don't like sports, so um, that was not an option for me. So I looked for something else, and I think I stumbled upon a flyer about like improv comedy, and I have no idea what improv is. I do know um, a show. It's called Whose Line Is It Anyway? That's the only improv show that I know. And I was like, okay, let's try this one just for the sake of trying something new and trying to meet people. And I ended up liking it, and that's um, that was like um, I think winter of 2015, so around January. Then after that, the rest is history. Um, I met a lot of good friends, people who've helped me um, with the web series. So uh, yeah, thankful that I 
took that chance, um, put myself out there, <laughs> trying to do something that I haven't done before, and it did really pay off big. So. Yeah, ang galeng no. Sometimes when you don't know anything about it, you just jump into it. I think it's yeah. better actually. Mahilig si Jill sa ganun ni yung isang push. Join and join. Join and join. Kahit ano yan, join. Top model. Oo nga, top model sa Canada, di ba? Because you'll never know, you know. Yeah. Um, It's, there's there's fun of doing it because you have low expectations and sometimes you know, yung reward is big so here we and are. also the people that you will meet no and yes yeah and um, the, the social network that you have stopped good friends um friends i will definitely invite on my wedding Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's talk about love life at the end. Uh, Mac, can you um tell us like how do you feel that Nashville is pretty open or and not that conservative? Have you ever experienced any sort of stereotypes and discrimination? They are just like how it was shown in trying hard. Um. So. I when I moved to um, from the from the Philippines to the U.S. I I, I moved to Philadelphia. Philadelphia is um, minority majority, so it means like the minorities are the majority of the number, like the people in the city. So, um, but when I moved to Nashville, it's um, predominantly white. Um, so I'm not. So Philadelphia, there's definitely like a culture change between Philadelphia and Nashville. But one thing that stood, um, um, what makes Nashville is very diff- very different. Everyone's so nice. Ang nilang dito. I don't know if it has to play with the southern hospitality. Everyone was just so nice. Um, I remember like taking the bus before, because um, I, I didn't have a car. My first year in Nashville, I was taking the bus and everyone was just asking like, how you doing? Like, you know, like it, it was very different for me coming from Philadelphia and even from the Philippines because we don't do that in the Philippines. Like you don't just like ask, like randomly yeah, ask the yeah. students, yeah. like yeah. How, you, how you doing? Uh, how's your day going? So that was, um, that was, <clears throat> It felt nice because prior to my move, some of my friends um, from Philadelphia ha- had concerns of me moving to the south um, because of its history. And I am not very much familiar with the U.S. history. Um, I, then when they told me about you know the history of it and stuff, um, I started reading about it. But most of the things that I've experienced here are like good stuff. Um, Definitely, there are you know small microaggressions. I don't know if you guys have experienced that. Um, these... Passive, passive discrimination. <laughs> no, just like stuff like, oh, your English is so good. Like because they see me as an Asian person, then like, oh, why is it your English is so good? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. they have that. Um, I don't know if it's a stereotype, but there's always that thinking that if you're Asian, you have like broken English. But so when you talk to them. Like this, they're like sort of surprised, um, but nothing really except for that scene, I guess, on episode four um, of the web series. I think that's the biggest thing that 
I can think of and definitely made the mark because I wrote it on the web series. <laughs> really? So real telling. life experience? Yon. So that part is real life but how I handled oh. it was very different. What is it? So like personally, okay. like um, Mackie as a character, he, um, the way he handled it is different on how I handled it in right. person, like in real life. So yeah. Is this part yung the yes, accent? Yes, it's about the accent because oh. the guy who I went out mm. with told me um, I should get rid of my accent. Like he, like he, right. it, like sometimes it was just like like it was weird because I guess not all, not everyone has um, experiences of interacting with someone who has a foreign accent. So sometimes you know. Um, It's hard for you to understand what they're saying, especially if this is something new to you. So I guess that's where he's coming from. Um, but yeah, that was that was the biggest thing, I guess. Um, I was not conscious about my accent was when I was in Philadelphia because in Philly everyone sounded different. Then when I moved to Nashville, um, because it's not as diverse as Philadelphia. Um, there were those moments, but you know, I've been here for four years. I love this city. I see myself staying here. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So we're already talking about the trying hard um, show. So maybe you can share with us um, how did it come about, and where did you get the idea of coming up with it, um, and how did it materialize? Um, so it's sort of like hitting two birds in one stone. So first. Um, I guess um, I was not sure if my work visa was going to be renewed, so I had to create a backup plan. So the web series is sort of the backup plan. So work, so the change will be like from a work visa into like an artist visa, <laughs> like really like shooting for the stars there, right? Like so yeah. from H1B visa to an O visa. Yeah. But um, then, you know, halfway through the whole writing process, I got renewed for, I got an extension for another three years. So, um, but then I still pursued the web series because one thing that I also wanted to um, show with this web series is, you know, the other side, which we talked about, is the other side of the Filipino, overseas Filipino worker story that we don't usually see in the media. Um, uh, So basically, um, first is like a backup for the work visa, and to the second one is trying to present something new, um, show a different side than an, um, an overseas Filipino worker story. Um, I I wrote it, produced it. Um, I was in it. <laughs> um, <literally. laughs> um, then all of my friends from Improv Comedy helped me out, and even my friends from work helped me out. So very independent, um, but I'm very happy of what we achieved with the series. So. Yeah. So the characters that we are able to see in there are they all your friends from the Improv? No, like um, the characters. When you say like um, the characters or the actors, the actors, the actors, the actors. Um, no, um, three. Uh, most of them auditioned at least for the main characters. So oh, like really? Mackie, oh, Ashley. Yeah, Mackie, Ashley, Barrett, um, Mason, and um, Scott. There, the four of them auditioned. But I know Barrett from Improv. We we're in the same troupe. Then um, Mason was actually recommended by someone who I um, um, 
played with sa improv, then um, the others auditioned. But the rest of the characters, like literally the side characters, like the dates, yeah, like the yeah. extras in the background, they're yeah. all my improv friends. Oh, really? I don't know if you guys pay attention to some of the episodes, I have this friend. I'm calling her out. Hi, Lauren. I don't know if she's gonna listen in the future. Hi, but, Lauren. Um, she <laughs> is in all episodes. I believe, <laughs> like, she was. Um, she, she was like a bartender. She was like one of the wait waitresses. She was like all over, and she was like a runner. And you know, like, I just really exhausted all my <laughs> options. I tapped into all of my close friends who are like. Katuan naman. In terms of like the production team, like your cameraman mo and everything, mga friends mo lang din yun. Kasi um, indie siya, eh, diba? No. So like my camera person, um, he was recommended by my coworker. Then um, my camera, my audio, and um, editor, they were all recommended by friends. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. So. Ibarin yung network. <laughs> and just in- interested, how much of the show would you say is based on your life? Because you said earlier, like one of the episodes, mm-hmm. yung, yung scenes is like really happened in real life. No? So how, how much of it ba is like really based on your life? Um, maybe like the first two episodes with Barrett, that could be... Um, he, um, Barrett as a person, like the first two episodes, like Barrett as a person is based on someone. Oh, really? Like, um, um, spoiler alert! He was—he's straight. <laughs> so that's where the whole thing—that's um, where the whole thing um, 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 started. Like, I guess, like I don't want to say broken hearted. I was like, yeah, oh God, he's straight, and like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's where I got the whole idea of it. But um, how much is it my life? Um, Maybe half, like maybe half and half. Fifty percent. Because I did fifty percent. You know, like I did, I did. You know, research for it. Definitely, um, some of the things are based on my experiences, not actually my life as like you know life story, but based on the experiences that I had. Um, yeah, and now I'm just, like thinking. Yeah, sometimes like after each episode, some of my friends like, is this really based on like is this what like. <laughs> Did did this thing really happen? Um, because it, like the recent episode that we released, um, I met this doctor at the clinic. No, I didn't meet someone <laughs> at the clinic. <laughs> For so, the record, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> For the record, yeah. Yes, I I hope maybe one day. Why not? Pero that didn't happen <laughs> in real life. Interesting. Yeah, but mostly you know, like again, based on my life experiences and a, a little bit of research because um, on episode five, particularly the Gladiator episode, um, that episode was meant to highlight issues of you know body image issues within the gay community, and I do have those issues too. You know, I have insecurities, but I had to do more research to understand the problem I guess and um, that particular episode I was very nervous because I'm sort of like pushing the envelope like pushing the boundaries like touching a very sensitive topic um, but so far I haven't been cancelled yet so yeah <laughs> I think it's good that you're doing it in the US because I don't know if it's gonna be well received in the Philippines you know that's something that um 
at the beginning of the whole process for the web series, we were um, I was asked like who who's my target audience, and initially it's like the Filipino people because you know yeah. um, it's an overseas Filipino worker story, and um, one of my pitches like an OFW story that you've never seen before. Mm. But um, I guess there's the part that um, the storytelling is very different. Dunsa. Um, the way we tell stories in the Philippines, the yeah. way it was um, written was definitely um, like Americanized. The the storytelling part. Um, so it's like like the when when I look at the statistics on YouTube, it's like half and half, like half US, then half like um, Philippines, um, then some other countries. I'm surprised that India pops up too. Um, uh, but yeah. Definitely the like, Filipinos. I don't know if. I mean, boys' love is a thing now in the Philippines. It I, is. I don't know. It is so like, big now. And yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so big. And it's funny thing is that we started this twenty. We started filming early. No, mid twenty nineteen. Walapang BL. Walapang BL. Then then I told. Then the news came out of Game Boys like coming out, and I said to my director and my editor like, oh my gosh, like, um, if this, um, I told them like, I think we should hurry releasing this because yeah. we don't want to. Yeah. Um, um, I think there will be. I, so I I I'm not saying I predicted the trend, but I felt like if this starts, right. like I think it will. Um, Start rolling, which actually happened, and now there's a ton of BL, yeah, and now it's so hard. Happen. Like for me, who's been doing it for like since 2019, it's so hard to um, go like push through the clutter because ang dami na, there's so True. many BL, and all of stories. them are YouTube based, diba? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that has been, um, I don't, I don't want to say a, it's a challenge to get yeah. through the clutter because yeah. it, it's a lot. So right now the plan is maybe for marketing is try to focus more on the US side right because like what I said it's cluttered in the mm. or international I mean yeah. it's yun naman yung unique lens that you, you that the show offers you know? it's the life of mm-hmm. someone outside the Philippines yeah and it's uh, like you know not just like a, it's happening like you know shows like this is happening and it's not just like a Filipino story I guess it's also like an immigrant story right like um, you know not just in the U.S. You, you, you have a lot of immigrants in Canada, in other countries, and I believe one way or another, we touch on those aspects um, of being a foreigner and immigrant in the web city. So, mm-hmm. so while we were, you know, talking about the show already, as of this uh, day that we're recording this, uh, you have already released six episodes. Mm-hmm. Trying hard. What can you say about the reception of people in your show, and how do you measure it? Um, <clears throat> so I was, I was really anxious about um, releasing this because this is sort of my coming out to the world. I'm out to my um, friends here in the U.S. Um, then I'm out to my family for the last like two years. So this is sort of my coming out to everyone that I'm wow. back home. So it was like a little like anxious about. Um, releasing it but so far like what I said um, earlier like I haven't been cancelled <laughs> um, very positive um, reception very positive comments and um, it's very encouraging I'm, and I'm over I'm, um, I'm an overthinker I like 
always think about like the worst outcomes and every episode that we release i'm always worried that someone's just gonna say bad things and actually i'm in therapy for that because it's so hard to detach or it's so hard for me to not consider other people's opinions Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's like a Filipino thing or it's just like innate in me that we have to think of like ano ang sasabihin ng iba. So I have that. But so far, I'm very blessed. I'm very thankful that people who have seen it um, actually enjoyed watching it. So. That's good. So yeah. any plans for a second season? <laughs> um, I do know where it's going in my head, but I haven't written it I don't have any plans of season two because it is expensive you guys maybe if yeah. someone yeah no it is it, it is very expensive if someone pays me to do this I told my friends this and like someone pays me to like write it and do all this um finance the, this like yeah I'm doing it but like if it's gonna come from my savings <laughs> yeah, I can understand. Now, yeah. Yung ko, shock super super mahal nito <laughs> for mm-hmm. one person to do. Sana mahal yeah. ka na. Yes, um, that's the goal, right? Yeah, sana may may so obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so a big part of the show is about being gay. So would you consider yourself an active member of the LGBTQIA plus community? And what would you say are the differences or similarities of the community in the US compared to Okay, so like what I said, I just recently came out. Like I was not out out back in the Philippines, um, so it's hard for me to um, <clears throat> like pinpoint like the similarities because I was not very much involved when I was back in the Philippines. But um, I would say I'm I'm a participant in the LGBTQ um, community here in Nashville, and. I guess this is um, the web series is sort of like a way of like contribute um, my contribution to highlight the issues of the gay community. But um, you know, um, looking back in the Philippines, I just want to thank all those people who are pushing for equal gender equality in the Philippines. You know, those um, I can is it Sogi Bill S O G I E Bill like you know um, they're doing the work, and um, I'm very thankful for them for doing for pushing that because that's something that we don't have yet in the Philippines I think with the BL like the boys love stories that's like a a step for acceptance for the LGBTQ community I like um, you know um, I like that people are watching that back home in the Philippines but at the same time um, we're still far from the acceptance that we need you know like i know the um the bill is pushing for civil unions to philippines which i think you know i really believe is um a right of everyone and i'm hoping that soon that will happen back home because we i do understand that philippines is still a conservative country but hopefully Mm. one day why not right yep yeah, thanks for doing Yeah, so we have to think, be like, whoever, like, I know there's a lot of groups like pushing for that bill, and you know, I'm glad that they're doing that. Um, Shout out to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and you hope right. our listeners support the Soap G bill as well. Yes. So, Mackie, any message to our listeners or Hawaiians or any shout outs, and if you want to promote your, your show and any other things that you're yes, doing? Yes, definitely. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, 
definitely check out um, Trying Hard TV. It's on YouTube, um, youtube.com slash Trying Hard TV. Um, eight episodes. It's an easy watch, and I hope um, you guys support it and share it. And hashtag hope. Uh, well, I'm hoping that hashtag making Filipinos proud. <laughs> Yes, it definitely make us proud. Nakatawa nga eh. Salamat. Watching through the episodes, like, kinakaaliw siya. And yeah, a lot of like eye-opening moments in there as well. So before we actually end um, the interview, meron kaming quick fun segment for you. So we'll just give you like um, some call to actions and you'll just label it if we should try or the world should try hard, harder, or hardest on those um, call to actions. So hard, harder, hardest. Okay. Correct. Yes. So start tayo kay Jill. Okay. Finding a vaccine for COVID-19. What's oh, we should point? definitely try the hardest. <laughs> like hardest. we like I um I think yeah, we should we should definitely have a vaccine. Let's go for it. Okay, especially for <laughs> democratic countries participate in national elections. Oh my gosh, guys, we should always vote. Let's try the hardest to push everyone to vote. Register. 2022 elections 2022 is coming up. Yes. Oh my gosh. Philippine elections is coming up. So, yes. oh my gosh. hashtag vote for your life. <laughs> okay. Should we try hard, harder, or hardest? Recognizing the right. Um, we definitely need to try hardest because especially you know looking like philippines as an example we're still far from um gender equality acceptance so we should push um hard for acceptance hashtag love is love yes <laughs> love yeah. Is. yeah what about legalizing same-sex union or marriage um i'm all for it let's do it trying hardest for that. Try yes. Hardest. How about listening to the Ihao Ihao show? How much should the Ihawaiians and the rest of the world push for listening to You show? should definitely listen to this podcast, especially, you know, someone from um, outside of the Philippines or like, you know, if someone if someone who wants to um, try and um, go abroad, I think you'll find a lot of infor- um, informations, uh, information about like life abroad and that's why i'm a fan of the show because uh, i can relate and i find a lot of like um tips um on how to maximize living abroad nice and finally watching and showing i uh, sorry watching and following trying hard in YouTube. yes um i couldn't ask for <laughs> uh, try the hardest yeah, no, the hardest, hardest of hardest, hardest. hardest. Yeah, ble- um please do check it out and um i think you guys will enjoy it um, yes okay this is for, from chris jami <laughs> And whether you try too hard to fit in or you try too hard to stand out, it is of equal consequence. You exhaust your significance. So whatever you try to do, I know. You should always, you should always follow your your purpose. <laughs> For am I trying hard sa ano <laughs> sa quote yun na yung quote natin. Pero sometimes talaga it pays to try hard, no? It pays to try hard. Sometimes yeah. then if it's too hard, it doesn't pay. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. All right, so guys, please follow and DM us on our social media accounts. We're on Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Just search for Yo Yo Show. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Yo Yo Show, and Gmail is Yo Yo Show at Gmail. Yes, yeah, so this has been your EOE House Show with Jill, Red, and Roes, and our special guest, Maki. Thank, Thank you very you. much, Maki. The <laughs> Hawaiians, of follow your, ano, follow the Trying Hard um, show in YouTube. So, thank you for all your support, and please join us on our next episode, which will be as fun and exciting as this one. Keep safe and healthy, and our hearts go out to all the Filipino victims of the yes. typhoons. Yes. So, sana makarecover din tayo. Filipino resiliency, pero let's make the government accountable as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this has been your Iyaw Iyaw Show. Thank you very much, guys. Bye-bye! Bye! 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 Bye. 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 Bye.